0: Welcome to episode 38 of the Babes Talking Business podcast. Today, we have the lovely Katie and Liv, the co-founders of the Inner Glow Circle. This is a company that helps women who want to work for themselves, not by themselves. Inner Glow Circle trains clients to become an accredited life coach through the International Coach Federation and helps them to create a sustainable business they'll love through group training programs and masterminds. Katie and Liv and their team at Inner Glow Circle have been featured in Time, HuffPost, Elite Daily, Hey House, and on podcasts, including Raising the Bar, Life Unfiltered with Alexa, Light Hustle, Curiously You, and Struggle to Success, just to name a few. Their mission is to help you realize it's time to find your purpose, live it, and get paid for it. And in this interesting interview, they dive deep into their business journey and how they have overcome barriers in business, very similar to barriers and road blockages that most entrepreneurs, well, let's face it, all entrepreneurs face in startups much like this. You can check out their social media handles in the show notes below. You can also check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com, where we have loads of information, including upcoming events we have on this year, including our Babes in Business Bali retreat. It's happening at Commune Resort over in Bali in June 2020. So make sure you go over and check it out and join us. We are nearly at capacity, so if you want to join us, please do let us know. As our last episode of our second season, Loz and I just want to thank you guys for being a part of our Babes Talking Business journey. We love delivering episodes that inspire and empower you, so a big thank you to you for showing up and all of our guests today. We have so much planned and in store for season three that's starting in just a few short weeks, so keep your eyes peeled. We can't wait to show you what we have in store. And last but not least, if you missed episode 36, make sure you go and check it out. Babe's Talking Business co-host Lozzie talks about her latest project, her book that she has just published, a perfect read to snuggle in with over the holidays to help you start your 2020 off with a bang. So without further ado, we are so excited for you to hear this amazing episode with the lovely ladies from Inner Glow Suckle.
1: So excited! We've got the beautiful Liv and Katie from the Inner Glow Circle on the show today. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thanks it's for having so us. So good to be here. I'm so excited. We had a little bit of a chat before we started recording because you girls have got like a pretty epic story. I know there's probably a lot of girls who may be following you on social media. We've been able to share some of your links, and they're like, "Okay, these girls, obviously teaching other women how to put themselves first, how to work as an entrepreneur but not work alone." Um mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about the Inner Glow Circle like what is it and how did it come about?
2: Do you want to start live?
3: Yeah, sure. So Inner Glow Circle is a training company for female entrepreneurs. Um we started, I mean Katie started Inner Glow Circle and it was really like a women's mastermind and group coaching program. Um And what we kept finding or what she kept finding was that so many women who wanted to do personal development work and Be around positive conversations and mindset work and meditation and all of kind of like the new age stuff that we're really into We also found that they were wanting to become coaches and actually facilitate that type of work and start their own businesses. Um, and so then, you know, we started evolving into a training company and Katie brought me on to really take her curriculum to the next level. And we developed an ICF accredited coach training program, um, which is now two different ICF accredited coach training programs an international women's mastermind, another group program, another group program. We also teach women's circle leader training and we launched our first fully digital course just this week, actually. Yeah.
2: Just this week. Visibility Vixen. Yeah. You girls have been busy.
1: We're <laughs> <laughs> busy. Yeah, we're busy. And so how did it start? Like what? I know we were chatting briefly before because reasonable back. Yeah, maybe circle back. Cause like how long has a Glow Circle been around for now? So we started in 2015. So we are almost five years old. Yep. Just shy of five
2: years old, almost a toddler. Um <laughs> probably a toddler. But yeah, so the real story goes back to this. I mean, and Liv and I have similar stories with this, but I'll share mine first. So um, I graduated from Vanderbilt University, which is a really good school. And I moved to New York City and I had a few different jobs. I was working in PR and fashion. And I, I really thought I was sort of like living the dream life. And the third job that I ended up having in New York I found myself one day um, in the office bathroom calling my dad saying like, is this, is this all there is? Like, is this what life is? I'm just going to like go to work, make these calls. Cause at the time I was working a sales job and I was working at this really young, fun, well, young, fun and well-funded startup. So it, you know, it, it was, it was fun, but I wasn't feeling connected to any sort of purpose. And that was really tough for me because most of my life I really struggled with like what I call existential anxiety and felt like, what is my purpose? What am I meant to be doing with my life? I feel like I'm wasting time and had this real sense of urgency. And I just felt like I was wasting time every day. And it felt to me like the clock was like running out. Like I wasn't sure if I was ever gonna figure out what I was meant to be doing with my life. And so I felt like, you know, from on the inside, I was like slowly dying. And I always had these, you know, dreams and ideas and, but it wasn't really clear. Like, it's not like I was like, oh, I want to launch a specific product or, or, you know, I I thought about different things. Um, but I I really wasn't sure. And so, you know, um, my dad actually said to me, he said, Katie, your dream job probably doesn't exist. And if you want to come home and work for the family business for a little while, while you figure it out, you can do that. So, you know, long story short, I moved back home. I moved back to DC, which is where I'm from. And I started working for the family business, but again, I got restless. So... um, this always really shocks people, but the first business that I started was an organic spray tanning business and it was called Whole Glow. And so, you know, I I was running this business. I had a studio set up in my apartment. I had all these naked women coming in and out of my apartment. I mean, they were like putting clothes back on um, at, you know, after the appointment, But, but I had all these naked women coming in and out. And what started to happen was they started to tell me like all these stories about their lives and they started to really open up to me. And I started to realize Um, One, I must have some sort of gift if people were just being this honest with me from the get-go. And two, oh shoot, I better get some sort of training here because I don't know if I'm qualified to be having these conversations because I'm the kind of person, like if you ask me for advice, I'm going to give you advice, right? And now we know like coaching really isn't advice. Um, Sometimes you might be more in a consulting role and advising your clients, but I really felt like I needed to... Uh, get my shit together and make sure I, I protected myself. So I ended up going through a coach training program and becoming a coach. And really very quickly after that, I met Liv because we were introduced by a colleague in my coach training program. And she basically was like, I guess, met Liv at a baseball game and was like, I really need to introduce you to this girl who's in my class. You guys are are exactly
3: alike and I think she could really help you. (laughs) What really happened was I was sitting at a baseball game with a guy I shouldn't have been dating, complaining about the guy that I was with. I was complaining about my job. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And she's like kind of on this like natural high, like, oh wow, like I just started this like coach training program and I'm like so happy. And I'm like, what? Like. Are people really happy? Like, is that really a thing? And she was like, Yeah, you have to meet my friend Katie. And like she can help you, and she can help you. And I was like, Uh, okay. I mean, like, what do I have to lose? Right. And then So she introduced us yeah. over
2: email, and then our love story kind of went from there. <laughs> and <laughs> and you know, Liv
3: was my now client. I'm married. <laughs>
2: Liv was my client for a few years, but the thing about Liv that I realized really quickly was like she could write curriculums in her sleep. So she um, was a, a teacher in DC public schools, and her background is in education and curriculum development. She has a, a master's as well in, the, in those areas. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I was Liv's coach, which is so funny to think about now. <laughs> um, but I was Liv's coach, and you know, we would get on the phone for like our weekly coaching sessions and she would be like, I just wrote this other program. And, you know, you have other clients who like have all these ideas and like nothing's happening. And Liv was just like popping out these programs. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, like, you know, I can sell and market, but this chick can really, like, write, like, create programs, and, and live was great at sales, too, and I, I can put a couple ideas together here and there, but, you know, long story short, um, I ended We up filled st- each other's gaps. We filled each other's gaps. Like, we joke that we have a shared brain, which may not be a joke, um, may actually be true, but, you know, I started the company, but Liv, you were part of the company from the very beginning, and you just sort of, you know, worked your way yeah. to the top, and made sure no one else was in your way <laughs> but yeah we've really grown over the past uh, almost five years like I said and we had our first half million dollar year last year and we're looking to do a million dollars this year and so we keep doubling our revenue which is really exciting and um we have a team of 20 women now yeah we
3: only employ women as of now
2: so, <laughs> so yeah yeah a lot of growth a lot of success but a lot of hard work
3: too
1: yeah and I think that's what I really love to hear when we we this is a podcast obviously where we want to create space to talk to him about what it really takes and kind of where it comes from. Cause I think in the today's day and age where we're all working online, we compare ourselves a lot to like the glorified Instagram posts. They might see the success that we're having now, but they don't hear the story that happened beforehand and where it kind of came from. And so I loved hearing that. Like you said, you kind of just followed your gut. You knew that there was something that was missing. You weren't fulfilled and kind of the universe kind of just made sure you fell across each other. Hey,
3: (laughs) always like to your point of like the hard times and I I think we're still like taking turns in a difficult time like all the time like so (laughs) (laughs) someone has something going on right especially as women where we're taking care of I have two little kids we're in relationships we have parents family siblings and all that and so you know one of the things that we love so much about working so closely with women and teaching women to work for themselves but not by themselves is that like we, I don't know that we would have survived or really thrived without our partnership, right? And so what we're seeing now in our mastermind is a lot of women like teaming up together and do, taking on creative projects together and businesses together and finding their co-founders or their business partners or their project partners. And I think as women who have so much on our plates naturally, mm-hmm. like how, I, I, wouldn't, I don't even know how you would do it alone. You know, and so we've gone through breakups and babies and loss and basically everything. And, you know, we've always kind of taken turns moving things forward or at least holding things together.
2: Yeah. It, it was sort of weird too. Cause it was like, we sort of started the company and came together and then it felt like our lives sort of fell apart Yeah, and first mine and then yours. And then, you know, yours, mine again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think, you know, it was really sort of a spiritual test of how committed are you to the vision. And we attract a lot of women in our programs who have gone through stuff in their lives, right. They've, um, you know, dealt with like really tough divorces. They are single moms. Um, they've de- de- dealt with disease, chronic illness, you know, because a lot of people want a way, like we specifically provide a way for women to work from home if they choose to, right? So if you can't work the way that you used to because of a chronic illness, like coaching is a great way to become an entrepreneur and you can teach and you can tell your story. And, you know, we have a lot of women who have gone through like recovery and are on their journey through sobriety. And, and then we have women who just like want the freedom to be able to work and do work that they love, but also travel the world. And that's a really great thing too. Like we have team members who are in Europe. Um, so it's really an exciting time that we're in. Um, and I think that our business has just opened so many doors for us. Yes. But also for our students and especially for our students.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think what I love most about the babes in business show is that every week you get to hear from amazing women creating their own vehicles. Like you said, we're actually living in a really exciting time where women can have it all and you don't have to do it by yourself anymore. So I love that you're working in that space as well for you ladies personally that when you came together, when you came together and you had a I know you said you had like a vision did you have the vision for the inner glow circle to be what it is now that kind of grow as you're finding your feet in business
3: that's such a great question um it's funny when Katie first invited me to partner with her in IGC we actually had kind of created this like group of about 20 women who had gone through coach training programs who were trying to start coaching businesses and get their work out there and really develop as coaches and entrepreneurs. And uh, we were kind of just like a group, again, like a group that came together. We were leading calls inside of this mastermind. And, you know, Katie's vision at the time really was to have kind of like a coaching and client matchmaking type of thing where coaches could come in and be matched with clients and clients could be in this group and you know find the coach of their dreams and you know that happened a bit at first but then what we were finding was and Katie says this often like sometimes you say what you want for the business and sometimes the business speaks to you and says here's what I need here's where I'm going and what IGC was really telling us was that women needed to be trained they needed the tools they wanted to become coaches and so we went and we spent years. Really, it takes a while to get um, your program accredited or your programs accredited. And so we spent a couple of years really improving the curriculum and making it one of a kind. We're the only all-virtual, all-women's accredited training program in the world. And we, now we train coaches. And the beauty of it is that we've trained so many coaches and brought so many on our team that now we're able to start rebuilding this matchmaking side of things. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot of coaches now on our team who uh, we can match with potential clients um, and kind of bring it back home to, you know, what Katie is original vision was.
1: That's so cool. I love that. You said, like sometimes you have a vision for what you want for the business and sometimes the vision has a business for what it wants from you and the yeah, stuff that you're up yeah, to, exactly. you, can listen, like, you can listen. I think, isn't that what business is about too? It's listening for what people need. And I love that you're able to pivot and be like, you know, people are needing coaching right now. They're wanting training. Um, what did that process look like? I know you said that like, you guys are the only female virtual accredited coaching course out there. How like, what does that process look like? Was it long? Was it hard? Was it
3: easy? You make it sound like, oh, I wanted this and poof, it just happened. Oh no, poof, it did not just happen. <laughs> I mean, it took a long time. Like, I think Katie and I are both creators. Like, I think that's part of our, what we would call like our glow zone or our zone of genius. And We had so much content and so much curriculum. And I remember like, I call Katie like a beautiful mind, like the movie, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but she would send me like notebook pages with ideas. And I would be like turning the photo on my phone every which way (laughs) trying to be like, what is that note? What is this note? And so we had all of these like ideas for worksheets and trainings and courses. And I think I probably spent, just over a year, if not two, really like organizing everything. And when we first started our training program, it was like a couple hundred dollars. Like there was no long-term commitment and, you know, people were joining here and there. And then it slowly evolved evolved into like a six-month commitment. And then, you know, the financial commitment kept increasing as like the rigor and the content of the program increased. And I think it was just about two years when we were finally like, okay, we can submit this to the International Coach Federation um, for accreditation, and that was really when things started to, to shift and, and pick up pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, and I would say like Liv and I are a huge proponents of start before you're ready and just like this idea that ready is a lie. Mm-hmm. And you know that was like it's a big part of our the program that we're um, launching right now is like talking about you know your journey towards visibility and putting yourself out there and how it's like so much inner work. And we really had to do the inner work while also doing the outer work. And we're also huge fans of like beta testing. And so we didn't wait, like we hear so many people waiting or getting ready to get ready. And we didn't wait, like we didn't care if something that now, I'm not kidding, now is a $12,000 program, used to be a $200 (laughs) program because we, I mean, it's a completely different program but we started with what we had and with what we, where we were, and we evolved year over year. And we have clients that we've had since the beginning. We have clients yeah. that have come back. We have clients that have done our other programs. Yeah, we have
3: team members who were literally enrolled at the, like $200 a month rate. Yeah. We stayed as it got accredited and then went through the level one training, went through the level two training. Now teach the trainings. Um And it's, but we've always, I remember there were times when we like didn't have the week's lesson for the next week. And we would be like putting it in a Google Doc and getting it out like manually via email to our clients. And now we have like a really robust members portal and like we don't
2: handle a lot of the logistical things. But Liv and I are still very involved in the business. And that's kind of the next step for us is like, how do we um, you know, continue to grow and scale? How do we bring on and, and mentor and grow middle management? Um, so that we can be more like the faces of the company and continue to grow the brand. Because I think in the very beginning of your business, you are your brand and, you know, you are your business and that's a really exciting time. But then when you realize like, oh, I actually want to grow a business and and scale it you then are working so in the business that you're not working on the business anymore. And you're not the face of the, the company, the way that it used to be, because if you're really being a CEO, you don't have so much time to be like the the face of it. And right. so now that we've like really built the infrastructure of a company, I think we're getting back to um, being in, in, in front of the screen, and that's why, like, we've been doing so many podcasts this year. We um, have a couple, have had a really a couple of really big press pieces and big wins, and so yeah, it's it's been a really exciting time. But we also really did the groundwork to get there, and I, I know that you probably hear this all the time too, and, and know it and experience it, Lauren. But like, so many people just, I think, entrepreneur gets ship gets oversold. So many people just like think it's easy,
3: and it's really not work easy. Work from wherever, I work from home, and. No, I mean, we, we <laughs> love the idea of like flowing through life and like, let it be easy, but we all, we're, I think we're hustlers. more than we, we are. Much. We're hustlers.
1: We are. I always say the, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. So yeah. Exactly. You, yes. You see all the awesome stuff and trust. like I, there's so many perks of being your own boss and the flexibility and the creativity and the fun and the collaboration and. Yeah. That, but. Yeah, I can handle my heart and say business has been the hardest thing I've ever done, but it's been the most rewarding. And like you said before, you have to do a lot of inner work um, before you really even... And I think a lot of people get stuck in that inner work though, that like you said, they spend so much time getting ready to to get ready that they actually don't take any steps towards doing a business. I love Mm -hmm. that you touched just then on like, just the maturity of business. Like you're in different phases and chapters of business as you grow, like you're in the business and you're working on the business. I'm sure you didn't start stressing about scaling and curriculum you just started and they kind of all kind of arose as you're taking the steps along the way well i think we were stressed i think we were
2: like how do we get to the next level but we knew that we had to lay the groundwork first you know and so it's like having the eye on the bigger vision like i always say like what's your biggest vision like what's your highest highest level vision for your life and within that, your business and, you know, your relationships and your partnerships, both both personally and professionally, and then work backwards from there. Like, you know, my, my dream was never to like run a group coaching program. It was like to build an empire, you know, and, and so we're still building an empire. But I think if I had started with build a, a group coaching program, I don't think we'd be as far into building an empire,
1: either of us. Think big and then take the smaller steps along the way. Is that would be your advice.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you have to have the big dream and then lay it brick by brick.
3: Yeah. Like I think my vision was always to be like, I could picture myself like speaking in front of rooms of women and inspiring women and teaching women that like, you know, being bored or being unfulfilled was not the only way right I did not know when I had the vision you know five or six years ago or even as a little girl like that it would mean we were selling courses and we were working on these like membership portals and social media and that but we were were always following the 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 next best step that mm-hmm. we we trust will you know bring the vision more to life and you know one of Katie and I's goals or pieces of the vision at this point is really to like make personal development and female entrepreneurship more mainstream and uh more connected and like you know having a having a tv show is part of part of that
2: yeah we want to really show the behind the scenes of being a female entrepreneur like what it takes what it looks like because i think that so many people um you know if you're in the online world and you play on facebook or instagram or in the podcast world, it's like, okay, everybody's an entrepreneur, but if you go to the grocery store, nobody's an entrepreneur. Oh yeah. Everyone's like, what do you do? Yeah. They're like, oh, so you actually make money from that. And I was saying this the other day, but you know, I used to worry if I'd be able to support myself. And now I, and we as a company, are supporting many women's salaries mm-hmm. and and their families through that you know and that's really exciting and that's really rewarding I mean really because we didn't know if we'd be able to support ourselves like oh, yeah. I thought I was gonna you know go back to the family business or get another job at another startup in New York or DC or wherever and just like my soul was gonna keep dying and right. and 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 you know lucky for me slash because I worked really hard and followed the vision and and did the hard things step by step and, and listened to what I felt I was being guided to do, uh, here we are. And, and same with Liv and same with every woman on our team. I mean, yeah. we really, really have quite a dedicated team and we really build the company around the vision and have a shared vision.
1: Yeah, I love it. And you know what? I think there's so many girls that are listening to this who maybe where you were five years ago thinking maybe they're unfulfilled they they feel like they're kind of burning the candle at both ends as you said as women as moms are trying to juggle so many different plates at this at the moment they know they want more or maybe they found the vehicle to give themselves more but like shit now I've actually got to do the hard work and do the inner work yeah when you were at that chapter in your life you knew you wanted to take steps and maybe you knew what kind of steps you should take what helped you take them like I'm sure you had self doubt, you had maybe fear of rejection, fear of failure, uncertainty. Like, how did you start getting those momentum and just back yourself to stop getting ready and just got ready and did it?
2: I mean, for me, like, the access point to entrepreneurship was going through a coach training program. And the way that I got to a coach training program was that I had hired a coach, I had worked with a business coach and also a health coach. So I knew coaching was a thing and I had had positive experiences. And you know, through my work with with Holglow and my spray tanning company, like I was telling you, I just really thought it would be another helpful skill set. And at the time, I was in my early twenties, so the idea of being a life coach felt really, I don't know, sort of out of integrity, even though it's not at all. And we we actually have students who like are in college at the same time as also going through coach training because. Wow, they know what they want to be doing and are that clear about it, which is so cool. That <laughs> makes an
3: even better life
2: coach, <laughs> right? Exactly. But you know, I was—I had a lot of self-doubt about whether or not I'd really be able to coach people around their lives when I was in my early 20s and hadn't lived that much of my life. But soon I realized it wasn't about that at all. You know, it was about the skill set of coaching, and so you know, I mean, but I, I also my my fear was like that my family wasn't going to be supportive. So the way I worked about that, the way I worked uh, around that was I didn't tell them what I was doing until I was making we money. We actually
3: recommend that sometimes. Like if you're gonna tell people what you're up to and they're gonna you know make fun of it or judge it or confuse you, don't tell those people until you're super secure with it.
2: I, I don't believe that like every idea you have, you have to keep like so secret because somebody's gonna steal your idea. I, I really don't believe that. I don't think that's how we operate. But right. what we do believe is that you know if, if you're uncertain about something and you go to other people and ask them, like typically they're just going to to highlight your self doubt, right? Because personal development and entrepreneurship and personal growth are really about figuring out how to be your youest you, how to decide what you want for your life. And so sometimes you'll have people who are encouraging along the way and and say, yeah, I think that's a great idea. But ultimately it's up to you to say, you know what, I I, want to try this. Like I I really want to try to do something different with my life. And I knew that I might fail. Like I, I, I wasn't sure that I was going to be a coach, but I thought that I would learn a lot. And month by month, as I went through the program, I kept learning more and more. And, and for me, like when I was a student, I ended up just, just doing very well and getting clients early on. And one of them was live. So, you know, I was obviously like, I can call it like following the breadcrumbs, but I was obviously like following the breadcrumbs. And like, it, it led me to now my business partner and and to us growing this whole thing. So I think you have to listen to yourself and I think you have to follow your intuition. Um, and you know, something inside of you brought you to that baseball game and had you talk to
3: that girl and had you respond to the yeah. email, right? And, and people ask me that all the time. Like, how did you just decide to like quit your job? And I'm like, I wish I knew, but like one day I was, I just remember thinking like, this can't be all there is to life. And I'm going to give myself uh, six months. I took out a loan so I could like survive for six months. And I was like, I'm going to make back this loan and make a steady income for myself. And if I don't, I'll go back to teaching. And maybe it's my own like inner competitive self, but Mm -hmm. I was like, I am not quitting. Like I'm not, not going to make this work. Right. Um, and I just didn't give myself an option. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up with a lot of money and my parents weren't, I mean, they're like kind of supportive and like, now they're like, wait, what do you do? What's happening? But like, I didn't have a backup plan, you know? And I think for me, if I had a backup plan, I don't even know if I would have pushed myself as hard, you know, and of course, like less than a year and I find out I'm pregnant unexpectedly. And so then I'm like, now it's really game on. Right. Right. So, you know, I, I, I know that's not going to be the case for everybody, but sometimes you just find it in yourself and you say enough's enough. Like, I'm going to make this work. There's no way I'm not take plan B off the table and then plan A has to work out.
2: And we have uh, people, you know, who like, they lose their jobs and they're unemployed. And then they start to think like, first they're like, pissed, they lost their job. And then they're like, wait, I hated my job. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, what else, what do I really want to be doing with my life? And you always talk about that, that like, I asked you that question and it was like, like life. what do you
3: want? Yeah. I'm like, why did no one ever ask me that before? Yeah. Right? Liv and
2: I started working together. And one day I was just like, well, what do you want? And I she remember was like,
3: driving a 7-Eleven after work being like, I want a, what do you get a 7-Eleven? A Slurpee. Anymore. A Slurpee. Like I had never just thought like I could take a a road different or a different way home from work well
2: and so many of us are just like living on repeat like we're just like living the lives that our parents have lived or that our friends have lived or that we think we're supposed to live or that we've been living for 10 20 years and we don't stop to think it's just like on autopilot and 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 the reality is that a great life isn't made from autopilot. It's made from every day consciously choosing and, and often many times a day consciously choosing what's next. What do I actually want? Like we have so many choice points throughout the day and choose
3: your own adventure. Yeah. Choose your own adventure every
1: day. I love that. You talk in my language, girls. It's like, um, it's a quote that I read yesterday. It made me think what you girls were just talking about, saying that you wouldn't have the dream in your heart if you didn't already have what it takes to make it happen. And yeah. you know, like if you've got a tug in your gut, call it intuition. You're like, that's like that gut. It is so smart. and It's going to pull you. And if you know that you're not living your truth, and this is my background in mental health, and this is personally how I view mental health, is that's when depression comes on. It's because you're suppressing your inner truth. You'll live something that your parents expected you to do, what society expected you to do you're rather than being like, what do I actually want? Like you have a vision and you have something inside of you. And if you don't honor it, it comes out in the most weird places, like comes yeah. out from a disease, depression, mental health, will yeah. throw something at you. It's like you're not listening. Like,
3: right. Yeah. And the desire won't just go away. Like mm. if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, maybe since you were like 15 or whatever, you've, you know, been wanting to write a book, or you've been wanting to travel, or you've been wanting to start a business, or you've wanted to speak on a stage, like it's not going to go away. Like it's in your mind and it's in your heart and it's in your soul because it's supposed to be brought to fruition. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we tell ourselves every day. Like there are certain days where we're like, what are we doing? We can't take it anymore. But it's like the vision is the thing that keeps you going because you know, God or the universe or whatever, wouldn't have put it in your heart if it wasn't meant to, meant to happen.
1: So the yeah. girls who are like, yep, yeah, all right, you're talking to me. I can feel you're looking into my soul. What's one piece yes. of advice you would give to them, like a tangible step? What should they do next? They should go to our website.
3: <laughs> go to Yeah, go to the website and take our assessment. It's uh, in innerglowcircle.com slash purpose. And we have this full assessment where people can, you know, help you find your purpose and um, mm-hmm. And, and then it kind of leads them on a path of what to do next, like if it's a training program or a person they need to speak to, or um, we have a pretty um, in Facebook group with other female entrepreneurs. Um,
2: but I think the main thing is like you have to take a step, and it's hard for us to say what that step is, yeah. because most people know in their heart what step they're not taking that is on the table for them, right? Um, but yeah, of course we can't, we, we cannot more highly recommend our programs and we have a really powerful assessment that helps women figure out what they are meant to be doing with their lives. And I think, you know, why am I here or what am I meant to be doing with my life is like a very highly searched term, long long keyword term on on google right. and, and so
3: it's what's my purpose like, Right. i definitely googled that before
2: yeah and so it's like you have to like stop the searching and start doing and often you know you you, you start doing something and maybe that's not the first thing like at one point i started graduate school for nutrition because i thought i wanted to be a nutritionist but i didn't like it and i was bored and I just knew in my body and soul that that wasn't going to make me happy. And when I started coach training, like I was challenged, but I really enjoyed it. And I think you have to follow the joy and you have to follow the little things that make you happy. Because I think a lot of us are used to not being happy or settling or not being as happy as we could be,
1: because that's what we just think life is.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think one of my favorite question questions that I asked, I think I got asked, someone asked me was like, if you secretly knew what the next step would be, what would it be? Because right, like, right. like you said, inside, you kind of know, like they know, but they are like I've got no idea. Like, I don't know where to start. And it's like, okay, but if you did know secretly, what's that next step? And if you're listening, I really encourage you to write it down. Like you said, it could be going and have a the website. It could be doing a quiz. It could be reaching out, asking advice. It could be Googling something. It could be going to that conference. It could be, there's so many options out there. And like I said, I think you just, you don't have to see the whole staircase. You just got to take that first step and the next kind of just shows up as you're making your way up it. Totally. So I'd love to know know, for you girls, what are you, what's your current challenges at the moment in business? What are you currently focusing on growing or strengthening?
2: Um, We're looking to grow to our next level of revenue and also of impact. And so I think like for us, like publicity and marketing, um, and having our systems better, stronger internally so that we can easily grow, you know, growing middle management to take some of the weight off of Liv and I day to day so that we can continue to dream big. For the company, those are some of our challenges.
3: Would you
1: yeah, agree? Yeah, definitely. And no, obviously, like you said, you've, you've, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened along the way, and it's been a lot of hard work and showing up and fun. But has it been worth it? What are the perks of being your own boss? Of course, it's
3: been oh worth God. it. Yeah, I. I mean, we've both said before like our business has saved us. But when I found out last year that I, uh, my partner and the father of my children was just like living complete other life. I mean, it was tragic, it was awful, but I'm like, what would I have done if I didn't have this company? And if I didn't have this freedom and this flexibility and this ability to like grow to whatever level, I mean, I think the sky's the limit really. And so, I mean, gosh, like I just don't even know, like I think, what I'm trying to say is that having a business and being a woman, like it, it's challenging. You're going to run into your own unique challenges, especially if you're balancing you know, motherhood or something else or even another job at the beginning. But the fact of the matter is it's, it's going to be your freedom. It's, it's a revolution in a sense. It's an act of self-care. It's an act of um, independence that no one can take away from you.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel extremely self-expressed and for most of my life, felt extremely not expressed and didn't feel like I could be myself and also didn't fully know who I was. And then, you know, I went through a period of um, being chronically sick with, with Lyme disease for 10 years, going through treatment in the middle of that, my brother passing away. In the middle of that, going through a really terrible breakup, I had been engaged and, you know, found myself in a very, very toxic relationship, but because of my health and the depression from losing my brother, like just wasn't fully aware of what was going on. And, um, you know, I I was playing injured, as, as we discussed at a dinner last night, I, I heard that term, but yeah, I... I I, I always say that my business saved me, that Inner Glow Circle saved me because it did. And I know that IGC saves a lot of women's lives because it gives them a second chance at living the life that they were meant to live. I think one of the worst feelings in the world is waking up every day and feeling like, What am I doing with my life? And feeling like you're wasting your life. I mean, I don't like to waste anything. I don't like to waste money. I don't like to waste time. I don't like to waste my energy. So I I certainly food. I I certainly don't want to waste my life. I mean, that's my greatest resource, right? That's that's the thing that I'm here to make the most of. And so when you feel like you're wasting your life, man, that's really tough. And well that's scarier
3: than taking a risk like starting a business. Right,
2: and that's what happens is eventually you you feel so sad or depressed or disconnected or disengaged or whatever that you you feel like you're living someone else's life and you're like this cannot be this cannot be what I'm supposed to be doing. This cannot be what I'm supposed to be doing and just like every day you feel that sensation and then you start to find little things that like spark you and you're like ooh I like journaling or like, Oh, I went to a vision board workshop. That was interesting. And it's like, Oh my God, this is actually like a career path. Like people do this and make money. And then, you know, it becomes like, Oh, can I make this amount of money from this? And can I make this amount of money from that? And, um, you know, I, I just, I think it's so important to say that, you know, when you say like, are, are we glad we did this? Are we glad that we have stuck with this? Like, Yes, absolutely. We've had some very, very difficult times personally. We've had some challenging times professionally. You know, we question ourselves all the time, but we also are really confident and we're really clear on our mission. And I think we feel very connected to God and the divine or the universe, whatever you want to call it. And we know that we have a purpose. And so for me, and I, I know Liv feels this way too, like living a purpose-driven life and having a purpose-focused business is extremely freeing. So for me, it's been the thing that's kept me going amongst all the very difficult times.
1: I love that. And it's been so good just letting you, like having that space for you to get real and get raw because I think that's what women need to hear more of and yeah, you're talking about before, like even for me, like I've always been someone who's, I'm just a go-getter, like tell me, do something. I just go do it. I don't really think about it, but people think it's, I don't get fearful, but like you mentioned briefly about it before, it's not that I don't get fearful. It's that not taking action is also action. Like that's also a choice. And so I'm not fearful if I fail. I'm more fearful of the regret. I'm more fearful that I might die tomorrow and I never got to write that book or I never got to tell someone how I felt. So I think, yeah, if you're sitting there and you're letting fear cheat you out of things, just know inaction is also action and there's also mm. that also comes with a consequence. So I love that cool. you got to touch on that. And just thank you so much for sharing your love and light with our beautiful tribe and community. It was been so good getting to chat.
3: Awesome. Thank you so much for having us.
1: So much fun having some solstices over in the USA. If you haven't t- can't tell by our accents, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you for
2: the work that you're doing and for giving us this opportunity to be here. Um, And I just want to acknowledge you for all the lives that you reach and all the women who follow you and who feel so inspired and for all the lives that you're changing.
1: Thank you so much. Like I said, I think we, that's how we bring empowered women together, isn't it? Like, Yeah we all have got to step into our light. And I think by us stepping into our own light, you inspire others around you to step into theirs. So I'll make sure we pop all your notes and your website and everything in the show notes. So our beautiful tribe can find you and go check out that beautiful quiz and find their own purpose. And um, we'll chat very soon.
3: Thank you, babe. Thank you, Lauren.
0: We hope you loved today's episode of the babes talking business podcast. We're loving bringing you these episodes. Our mission really is to share and add value to your week, whether you're a budding entrepreneur or you're a veteran and you've been owning your own business for quite some time. Don't forget, if you're loving our podcast, we would absolutely love and appreciate for you to rate us and drop in some love on the iTunes app by giving us some feedback. We want to do something really exciting and we want to do a shout out of the week every week on our Instagram for anyone who reviews. Us so please make sure you leave us five sparkly stars and you give us your feedback. But don't forget to add your Instagram handle or website so that we can shout you out. You can follow us on Instagram at Babes Talking Business, or you can check out our website at www.babes.talkingbusiness.com. You can check out the Health Cell Emporium online holistic health program, our beautiful sponsors over at www.thehsc.net. All of these links are available below in our podcast notes and on our website. Thanks for tuning in.